Life is a highway, and on it there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one McCrispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem of a detour. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. Well, a hoot and a holler and a ring around the collar. Oh, dear God. Well, look, let me just say, the reason why I started that way is I'm in a bit of a cowboy mood, you know? A cowboy mood. A game came out this week that I apparently pre-ordered because it got downloaded on my PS5 without me knowing it. (laughs) Just blacked out and... Blacked out, a pre-ordered. Weird West. I gotta say, something, can I just, for a second, I don't mean to, to get up on a soapbox here. Okay, I'm a big horror fan. And one thing that kind of bothers me a lot is the you see a lot of Victorian era horror. You got your vampires and your whatever, Mm, your medieval stuff. And then you got kind of a lot of current horror. A lot of horror franchises ignore the Wild West. And I think Mm. like Western times are such a great, like delicious, weird period of history that it deserves to have some horror elements. And so I was excited that the Weird West came out. I can see how, you know, there's a lot of horror games, there's Wild West, but you're right. I don't often see them hand in hand. And one thing we've talked about before on here is my love of the DLC of Red Dead Redemption, Mm. uh, where they did Undead Nightmare and they skinned the game to be zombies and all undead bears. and And it was really, really fun. And I just can't believe more games haven't taken advantage of this. So I got Weird West, and I've been playing it. How is it? Is it? It's. I'm assuming it's West, but is it weird? It's pretty weird. What's <laughs> weird about it is th- that they decided to go with a top-down three-quarter Disco Elysium view. Okay. It's weird in a bad way. What What's the premise? The premise is you are a... Well, okay, I guess it happens right at the beginning, so it's not really a spoiler. But uh, you are a a former gunslinger turned farmer. Mm. In the very beginning, your kid is killed. Wow. And your husband is taken. So you go in the back, like John Wick, you go in the backyard and you dig up your old old six shooters and you go out after your husband to save your husband. And... uh, You find out very early on he's been taken by a cannibal, uh, a thing called a siren, which normally is like in the water, but I I don't know. I guess it's in the desert. Yeah, I was going to ask, but you know what? Yeah. It's the Wild West. That's kind of thing. And there's, you know, there's combat. It's fun. There's there's a lot of talking. It's a devolver game, which is great. Oh, cool. Um, So you know it's quality, but I'm not a fan of the view. The view makes it weird. Yeah, that that gets it for me, especially horror games, too. I feel like they have to be if if it is more of a spooky thing, if you're first person, it feels like you are in it. I do feel with that kind of strange, like top view, uh, you can you can remove yourself a bit. 
Maybe yeah. it takes a little bit of the spookiness out. Yeah, it, it it's kind of, you know what it is, is I think that we talk about this a lot about games being a very visceral, emotional experience and you being in the game. I don't think I would want to be further away than The Last of Us. Yeah. That is, that's as far away, because that game is scary. Those games are scary. And first person, obviously Resident Evil, those games are scary. I, I, I don't think you can be further away than The Last of Us, whatever that view is. No, because it's... It's all about what you can see. Right. And if I have a very limited view and it is what my view, like my peripheral vision as a human is, that's spooky. I need to turn my head. I don't know what the hell's behind me, but I can see how like a top down might be a little less spooky. But is it still, is it still spooky? Well, look, to be be quite fair, I think that it's kind of more of an RPG with action elements. So it's a lot of talking to people and that stuff. So I think in that way, That's I'm excited enough. I'm excited to get into the lore. And guess what? For a lot of people, reading is scary. So I think <laughs> in that way, it'll be scary. Uh, yeah. But I, I think it's it's a very slick game. It's very well done. I'm loving the music. I love the colors. I, I the action has been okay. Um, but uh, coming off of Disco Elysium, I think, which was so lore heavy, I'm I'm ready. I'm primed for some lore. Yes. Well, I'm I'm excited you found a new Western game. What is a, now, uh, if you were to, in this game, I feel like I'm going to run into a lot of different monsters. What is the scariest monster? Oh. Besides the demons within myself? Um, Your inner, inner demons. That's an acceptable <laughs> answer. Inner demons. That's, that's, yeah, I'd say that's we'll pretty up that there. Answer. I think, yeah, frankly, and that's every video game. When it comes down to it, every video game is a battle. <laughs> their inner demons. Against... Our inner demons. Uh, well, you know what's going to be a great palate cleanser for our inner demons? Yes. Today's guest. Aw, what a, what a wonderful and beautiful seamless segue. I love that. And it's true. I think that this is going to be the palate cleanser we need to get out of our inner demons for today. Uh, our guest today, she's a Twitch streamer, and she has been the second female streamer ever to join 100 Thieves. Woo. We absolutely loved having the chance to chat with her about her favorite games, what she's playing now, and what the heck is it like living in the 100 Thieves house? It's a little uh, crazy, I imagine, living in a gaming house. So here is our interview with Brooke A.B. Thank you for being here. This is very exciting. You know what's really funny? We were, you know, we were going through our research and learning all about you, and something jumped out to me, which was you studied forensic science and psychology. Yes. Now, I'm fascinated by this. Like, first of all, my parents are therapists, so I've been in therapy oh, all, all oh, my awesome. life, basically. Yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. But uh, does this, does it translate at all to your job? Are, are you better at puzzle games? Are you getting inside of the mind of <laughs> what's happening, you know? I mean, I'm, I'm not good at puzzle games. I will start with that. I'm really bad, actually. But, you know, I feel like you get a better understanding of... I don't know, like people in general, you know, I mean, because that's what I have to deal with every day. And yeah. a lot of them, you know, people on the Internet can be really mean. And what? What do you <laughs> I know it's shocking. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, you know, I, got, I think back to my days in psychology. I'm like, why are they being like this? Like, it's not personal, you know, yeah. all that kind of stuff for sure. <laughs> I feel like that's handy to have on Twitch. Yeah, yeah. For sure. <laughs> and, and I Definitely. Do think, and especially for like streaming, it's so interesting because like. You're, I'm, you're screaming at a screen, basically. And people are like, 
it's such a, a fascinating thing. So I think yeah. I can see where the psychology really helps. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, streaming, streaming itself is just so, so weird. Cause I do the YouTube and all that stuff as well, but like streaming is just a whole different ball game. Cause it's like, you know, people say, Oh, your job's so easy, which, okay. Yeah. I play video games, which, you no. know, no, kind no. of, Not but like, like being entertaining and being, you know, out there for sometimes eight, nine hours straight is exhausting. It's wild. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a lot of energy. Yeah. And it's it, a lot of energy. I kind of feel like it's like, and Sonia, you know, is such a loves cars. I feel like it's similar to like a race, like NASCAR or something. You're like, oh, yeah, what do you do in driving fast and turning left? And it's like, no, <laughs> I'm going 200 miles an hour for six hours. Like, it's yeah. like the, performance. Yeah. The streaming is just wild. Like, I was yeah. watching some of, some of your videos and like, even like Grand Theft Auto, you're, it's, you're doing improv for like, seven hours with other yes. people online. It's bananas. Yeah, it's, yeah. And Grand Theft Auto has just been, I, I'm pretty new to that. So it's like a big learning curve, but, you know, streaming's one thing, but then you're streaming entertaining, but then you have another character inside of, you know, some, some streamers are already have characters that they are, you know, just on stream. So you have like a character inside of your character that you're improving with, it's a whole thing. <laughs> There's a lot of layers. And I feel like a lot of people don't see that even outside of streaming, like the mm -hmm. business aspect of yeah. it oh, yeah. and just every keeping up with social media. I, I always look at it as like you leave a nine to five job and you enter a like 24 seven job. Because <laughs> it's, it's just constant. It's constant. Um, and I, I always enjoy hearing people's like tipping point of like their pre-streaming career uh, and at the point you've kind of made it like a full time thing. You know what I yeah. mean? Like what was, what was that moment for you where you're like, Oh my God, wait, I'm actually paying my bills. Like this is a <laughs> yeah. thing. This is my job. Well, uh, so it was, it was kind of crazy because when I was in college, um, I was full-time student. I worked a part-time job and then I streamed the other part-time job. Whoa. So my days were like a packed schedule from the moment I wake up to the moment I go to bed. So that was really overwhelming. And then I was like, finally, like, I was, <laughs> I had kind of like an overnight blow up because of like the streamers that I played with. It was like a really lucky once in a lifetime opportunity. And I went from like 70 viewers to 7,000 overnight. Whoa. So it was, it was a huge jump and, and it was interesting to see, but I was ending my stream with like 10,000 viewers to go work my minimum wage part-time job. <laughs> and that was the moment where I'm like, okay, it's time to quit the job. It's time to take this full time because I'm losing money to go to my job. It didn't make sense. <laughs> At that point, yeah. So were you, how yeah. long were you streaming before? I was streaming for about, uh, I think for about a year. Just oh, about wow. a year. Yeah, so I was doing a year. Like, you know, I had like 60, 70 viewers maybe and I really enjoyed it, but um, it wasn't something that I really ever saw myself doing full time or being like, wow, I'm a streamer and that's what I want to do and be you know, for the next however many years, it was kind of like, I'm getting my degree and this is something I can make a couple extra bucks because I'm a broke college student. Yeah. Hey. How do you get hyped up for a stream? You know, it's, it's funny because sometimes like, you know, I'll, you know, get some coffee, you know, wake up, you know, go for a walk, sit on my back porch. And sometimes I'm like, on the days where I'm not feeling it, I will stay in my pajamas and crawl to my setup and I'll just go live. Like mm -hmm. sometimes you just, 
And I, I tell him, I'm like, you are not getting the best version of me today, but I'm here. I'm showing up. We're going to hang out and it's just going to be a chill, more relaxed kind of vibe today. Yeah, I appreciate that. And I, I appreciate the honesty too with chat because I feel like sometimes if you're just like not in a good space or you're just not feeling it, you don't have the energy, being able to connect with chat and, and let them know that, I feel like half the time they'll lift you up. Yeah. Like they'll, oh, yeah. they'll, they'll bring the energy up and they'll definitely make it happen. And, you know, like we, like we said earlier, how it feels like you're, you know, you go from a nine to five to a 24 seven. It's like you're, I feel like with a job like this and streaming, it feels like something where your growth is very equivalent to the time and the effort that you put in. 100%. And it can be hard. Like when it is a numbers game, it can be hard when you're not feeling a hundred percent to step away and to take time to yourself. And I think that's one thing I really appreciate about you is you've been very open about mental health and very open about taking breaks. Um, how, how do you personally deal with that? Like, do you, are you like, Nope, next two days all for me or what, what's your, uh, what's your go-to? Yeah. It, it, this is something that I struggled with for a long time because, you know, a lot of times some streamers will like not even take a weekend because, and people get mad if they do take time off because, well, your job's so easy. Why are you doing that? You know? Yeah. And it's, so it's, it's interesting to see the dynamic and most of the viewers are really supportive about, you know, take your time, you know, take care of yourself. But for me, and I've struggled with mental health my entire life. And it's something that is really important to me that I you know, take care of myself and things like that. So I've just come to recognize the signs of myself where, hey, today is not the day. If you go live, you're going to end up crying on stream. You're going to yell at someone. You're going to do something. So a classic Blairt stream, just a good weep. I'm just weeping yep. and just looking into yeah. the camera. We're just like, how did I end up here? A single <laughs> tear. Typical Fridays at yeah. live stream. Yeah, this is just us on Fridays. Yeah, no, so I'm like, I can already feel it. So mm-hmm. on those days, hey guys, not going live today, taking care of myself, but also just on a, you know, on a grander scale, there is a time where I took an entire month away from the internet. Like I just completely, because I was at such a low point where I was, you know, I'm not getting out of bed. I'm not motivated. I'm not sleeping. I'm not eating. I, you know, I'm doing nothing. So being able to look at myself and say, you're not okay. And you need to take this time to take care of you. So you can be the best version of yourself for your job, for your friends, for your family and things like that. Yeah. I think it helps other people's other people not feel as alone in their own feelings too. Like if they're feeling very similar, they know that, you know, it is important and they should put that forward and put that as a first priority. Yeah. Um, now, when it comes to video games in general, how did you get your start? What was your first video game obsession that you were like, oh, oh I'm into this? Oh, it's so hard. I, I've been gaming my whole life. My my older sister um, and I, ever since we were really young, you know, we started on the... We started on the computer games and (laughs) we were like playing like Freddy Fish, like when we're like, you know, four years old. But, you know, we got a PlayStation, then an Xbox, and it just kind of, our entire life was just, you know, gaming. And it's funny because people are always like, people just watch you play games. Like, why don't they just play the games themselves? Like, that's what people always say. But my whole life, I didn't want to, I didn't want to game. I wanted to watch my sister do it. So I'd sit behind her and just watch her. (laughs) And now it's like the other way around, but our whole life just kind of, we grew up playing it and I took it more 
seriously as I got older with like Call of Duty and Halo and and things like that. But it's always just kind of been a constant for me. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. I mean, that is a big jump from something like Freddy Fish to like com- competitive <laughs> games like Call of Duty and Halo and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. It was so, kind of a like, big jump. But. We were playing like on the PlayStation. We were playing kind of like the, well, we had like Disney Skate or like, you know, those kind of sure, those yeah. ones. Yeah. And then once we got the Xbox, it was like Halo, Call of Duty, you yes. know, <laughs> Minecraft. Like, yeah, my, yeah, 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 love yeah. Minecraft. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. were you, were you really competitive with each other or was it a more like cooperative definitely cooperative like we were not ever like that because most of the time I didn't even want to be playing it (laughs) and I think (laughs) that's so funny I know and I think you see I am not I play video games for a living but I I am bad at video games like I am so bad so I think that it's reflected from when I was a child, because I did not, I like to watch my sister play. I would like build houses on Minecraft, but when it comes to like shooting games, it's just not. Yeah, me too. I'm still uh, waiting for the Freddy Fish multiplayer. I mean, right. One day. Like, bring that please, in. Bring, bring it in. Back. So all, it. I, all I'm asking for. I, I feel it. I, uh, whenever I, it's brought up or people know that I like stream on Twitch or that's like, you know, part of my, my career, people are like, oh, you must be really good at video games. I'm like, Ha. Yes, nope. I am. Do I have some news for you? That's a big hell no. Also, like, can I say a thing which is like, and this is going to be a blanket statement, but I feel like people who are really good at video games are not as good at being entertaining and connecting with their audience as well. Like, because they're so into the game. It's better to not be that great. It's hard to find. Like, there are, I feel like there are very few streamers out there that can do both really, really well. I agree. Like, mm-hmm. and, and, I think that's why you see how successful they can be when they can do both of those. But yeah, I mean, when when you're good at video games, why do I have to be entertaining? Just watch me be good. Right. You know? <laughs> exactly. Like Tom Brady doesn't have to be funny. He's just really good at throwing a ball around. You know, it's like, well, good job, Tom Brady. But it's like, you know, some of us got to be funny. We have no other choice. (laughs) I'd rather have it, but I'd rather have a good connection with people. Like that's my thing. I would rather have that because in a certain way, by the way, I feel like, and I'm biased, but that's a harder thing to do is really get a community that loves you surrounding you versus like, oh, I'm just great at Dark Souls or something. Yeah. And then you can see that, you know, when obviously games go in and out of being popular. Yeah, exactly. And if you can switch a game and your audience is following you, okay, then that says enough about you. Yeah. As a streamer. You're the game. You're yeah. the game that people <laughs> a love. Thousand percent. That's the thing. That's and the yeah. speaking thing. of like multiple people who are amazing at both, and I feel like have actually had, you know, they have that balance. A lot of people under 100 Thieves. Oh, I yeah. feel like that's like top tier creators who are able to curate an amazing supportive community and are also like really effing good at games. Um, you were the second female to partner with 100 Thieves. Yeah. What did that, first of all, how did that come to be? What does that mean to you personally? I would just, I'd love to hear more. I mean, it means the world, it meant the world to me at the time and it still to this day does. Um, I, when I first heard from Nade Shot, I was, I mean, it was right after the blow up thing. So I, I was just, I remember I got the message like, hey, would you like to get on a phone call with us? We're really interested in talking to you. I flung my door, but I was sprinting down my stairs. I'm like, mom, mom. I'm like, I'm like freaking out, shaking. She's like, who? 
She's like, who is this? Anyway, so I was just, I, I was just so happy. I was running around my house and, you know, once I got on a call with them, it was just almost instant. I was like, this is, this is what I wanted. This is what I've been waiting for because I, like I said, I'm not good at video games and I feel like Hunter Thieves does a great job of, you know, you can do content, you can be good at video games, you can do lifestyle, apparel. There's so many things that they do and can help you with. So it was just like, it was the only one that I was even considering joining because Whoa, I was nice. that, you know, wow, like that's, that's the dream. So for them to like instantly say, Hey, we want you to be the second, you know, female in the, in the, um, organization. We really love what you're doing. I was just beyond honored, but I, the biggest thing that I've, I mean, now we have what, six, six female, like, I think, yeah, six, <laughs> I'm like, wait, I gotta do a count. And it's just, you see it, a lot of orgs will say like, oh yeah, no, we, we have, we have a girl on our, you know, <laughs> look we at have this a girl. girl we have. Yeah, we have, hey, look, <laughs> yes, look at her and she's doing, and that's great. But I mean, and I'm, I'm happy they do, but I wish, and I know 100 Thieves is building a lot of content around the women and, and mm-hmm. really puts them in, in the front says, look at, look at our badass women yeah. and how they're leading the way and doing all these amazing things. So I think that they just. They're not, they're, no one else is doing it like them. Like, I just, yeah. I love them. And I'm so impressed with them. I could talk about them forever. They're the best. <laughs> no, wait, I have a question for you. So uh, you guys have a streaming house, yes. right? And so you live in the streaming house. Yes. <laughs> How is that for you with a work-life balance? Because mm-hmm. when I lived in New York, you know, I was doing like stand-up <laughs> every night with my roommate. And so we had, we were like a duo and it was like everything was a bit. And we would do like jokes because we were friends, obviously. And we and then we would be like, oh no, wait, should we save this? Should we wait? Should yeah. we workshop this on stage? <laughs> like, like we it was like this crazy thing where I couldn't separate myself from the thing. Like, how do you cause you basically live in your office, right? Like, how do you maintain that work-life balance? Yeah, yeah. She, she, right, right. She's yeah. I'm she's like, I literally sleep back. right behind me. Right, right. She's yeah, she's pointing to her back. Yeah, there's a bed right here yeah, and yeah. like be, being with those, those folks how how is that and how do you stay separated there it's it's funny I think all of us struggle with this because yeah. you know overall there's um there's six of us in the house because we have significant others that live with us but four of us stream so at any point you're walking through the house you hear someone screaming at the <laughs> like <laughs> I'll be like calling my mom, like, hi, mom, I really miss you. And they're like, damn it! Like screaming in the background. I'm like, sorry. <laughs> like, like, everything's just, fine, mom. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, like, you could literally, I'll be streaming on my setup and you can hear them from the other room. My stream's like, are they okay? I'm like, they're, <laughs> it's a new season of Warzone's out. Like, you know, it's, they're fine. They're fine. They're fine. So it's definitely, it's loud a lot of the times, but. Also, when you go downstairs, you know, someone could be filming a vlog or right. or someone could be. I know that there are days where we have with 100 Thieves production days where they come to the house and we'll film for like nine hours. So even if I'm not in that shoot that day, I walk downstairs to get myself a glass of water. Hey, I'm in the background of the video, you know, so it's kind of it can always be going. But there's a good balance of also like this is our home and 
We like to sit back and relax sometimes. And so everyone's super respectful of that. Um, if we have any events or shoots or vlogs, everyone gives a heads up. You know, it's not ever like I'm walking down in a robe and no makeup. And they're like, oh my God, there's Brooke coming hey, down the street. <laughs> right. It's never like that. Living with God. paparazzi. Ah, <laughs> no photos. Yeah. So it's never like that, which is, I'm really thankful for. So. Dive into the start of summer at Whole Foods Market. Check out their summer splash event with sales on fresh organic produce, organic strawberries, and a fan favorite sale on Ben & Jerry's and Talenti. Explore deals on grill-friendly meats like organic air-chilled chicken breast, beef and chicken kebabs, all with no antibiotics ever from our meat department. Plus, grab easy sides from prepared foods and cool off with refreshing drinks. Kick off your summer and shop in store or online at Whole Foods Market today. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. right now what are you finding the most exciting what are you grinding on the most like what games are kind of in your mix right now oh gosh oh, right now and this is new a lot of gta it's yes. i mean I, saw, I've, yeah. I watched a lot of that it's great it's so fun it's so fun because it's like i don't this is the weirdest way to put it but everyone's like the metaverse is like everyone's talking about the metaverse no gta is our own little metaverse we're yes. like you have your own virtual life and you go and you live it like people go to a like a nine to five work day in gta <laughs> that's so wild i know the whole the whole world of like role play in games specifically grand theft auto is like it's so wild oh yeah uh, man so we do this um podcast i produce you know conan's fan podcast where he talks to fans or whatever and so i interview i pre-interview a lot of fans and i talked to one fan who literally has a second job as like a police officer in gta and like <gasps> had to like like be trained it was like very <gasps> much like they have to study they like have to they had study. to study he had to take a test and like he has hours he has to go on and do the thing and stop people for infractions. It was yes. wild oh my God. to me. It is, but it is. You're so right about the metaverse. Like GTA is the real metaverse. It yeah. is. I'm like, what are you guys talking about? This new metaverse. GTA is right here. Yeah, like, we're, we're here doing already. it. It's yeah, already here, baby. <laughs> yeah. So speaking of like second jobs, uh, you know, you've got your forensic science degree. Uh, are you going to take that into GTA? Yeah. Or? Uh, yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, maybe yeah. they'll hire me. Oh, I don't know. Go. Right now, I'm a, I'm somewhat of a criminal, so I don't know if they'll hire me. <laughs> oh, no. oh no. Well, maybe maybe a psych, maybe we'll go to the psychology side. Yeah, I'll be the new GTA character. therapist. Yeah, yeah. GTA. Oh my god, I would. They have love. therapists. They do. <gasps> yes. There, if there's couples on there that will go to couples counseling <gasps> in GTA. Stop. Yes. It's hilarious. I love so this. My mind is blown right now. That's crazy. The other day. Um, they, uh, 
there's a character uh, called uh, Mr. K, and he had like a show that what was it called? Like where they're like, "You are not the father." Like oh, like, like Maury or Jerry Springer. Yes, or something. they yeah. did a Jerry Springer show <laughs> with people's characters and like brought out fake babies and stuff. It was <gasps> so funny. Oh my God. It's hilarious. That's they're incredible. so cre- people are so creative on there and like the mu- all the music on there is music that people on the server have made so you can't get wow. dmca strike wow. oh, nice. so when you turn on the radio it's all it's all music that people have made Whoa. and it's just so good that's yeah. insane that's so I, cool. i'm in a couple of the grand theft autos on the radio like i ha- i'm like a voice or whatever and then in one oh, yeah. of them i'm like uh a quarter of all the joggers and personal trainers and what? i've told the, i've told this story before in like san andreas like a quarter of them are all me and so when that came out <laughs> like all, i got like 40 texts of like murdered people because my friends were like found you and like they just would shoot all <laughs> and they're like that's blay there's his voice and they would be like here's the here's the dead body Here's your dead body. And I was like, Thanks, oh my God, Jesus, this is dark. <gasps> my friends are so supportive. It, it was funny because I was like, and I, I remember specifically, I was like having coffee with someone. I was like, oh, and I got like a text of like someone. And there, somebody saw my phone. They're like, Jesus, what is that? I was like, oh, somebody <laughs> murdered me in Grand Theft Auto. It's just, I just love that. <laughs> just casual. It was so funny. It. But that's awesome. They're making their own music. My God. That's cool. Yeah. That's it's, so cool. Yeah. I'm like creator supportive all yeah. around. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. I'm a fool. I've been hanging out in VR chat, but I got to get on Grand Theft Auto. That seems oh, you like got where it. it's all at. Yes. Wait, Blake, what would your job be? Ooh, oh, great question. Mm. Well, you know, I, I am, I would like to be a better cook. You know, like I do oh. this, like I do this show every week, dinner in a video game where I make dinner and play a video game, you know, like oh, awesome. instead of Shadow of the Colossus, it's Shadow of the Goulashes, right? We make <laughs> and so, and I just did El- Elden Onion Rings. And so, um, oh my God. <laughs> but they're terrible. It's always bad because I suck at everything. And so I would actually like to be a real chef. Maybe, you know what? A pastry chef because pastries are Ooh. so hard to make, right? I can see that. What would you be, Sonia? What would your GTA job be? Oh gosh, I don't know. I feel like you really had me with the radio host thing, but yeah. but listen, I feel like you know we have criminals, we have we have <laughs> <That's> people <me. laughs> who <laughs> That's we, me. Have, we also have people who are cleaning up the streets from criminals. Mm-hmm. Ooh, there but we go. what if we had somebody who was just cleaning up the streets? What if oh. I got into sanitation? Whoa. They have sanitation. What? Yes, they do. Found my place. You can do sanitation. Yes. Yes. I found my place. Okay, that's I found perfect. my people. That's perfect. Oh my god! I will say, I've always wanted to drive one of those trucks with the giant brushes, which like, and the brushes are uh. spinning. It's got to be so satisfying. Mm-hmm. You're like oh, a yeah. human Roomba or something. <laughs> <laughs> Like, like a, a human pressure washer or something. <laughs> yeah, gotta feel nice. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now, do you ever play? Because I know for something that's your your job, and it's something that you're streaming constantly. Do you ever just play games for? I mean, it's all fun, but for fun, like outside of content, like what's your? I know, I know, it's hard to <sighs> it's hard. make that happen, but <laughs> I find myself when I do that, I feel guilty. Like, yeah. oh, this is good content. I should be streaming this. And then yeah. I end up going live and I'm like, God, just enjoy things without streaming it to the internet. But yeah. I can't. I'm like, the whole time I'm like, 
why are you not streaming? Right. This is free hours. You could be getting this. You, right. could, you know, it's, this it's, is a good moment. Oh, I should have had that. Oh, I wish I had this. Yeah, totally. Hundred percent hard. I'm finding that now with um, I'm playing Elden Ring, and I'm finding yeah. that now where I'm like, oh shit, like this is something that I should have just started streaming. But honestly, I'm like, you know what? Enjoying this for me. Yeah. If there's funny moments, I love how now, like on PlayStation and stuff and Xbox, you can just record the last like yes. thirty seconds or a minute. I'm like, cool. I'll have some clips to post. But like ultimately enjoying this for me, which is hard as a content creator, for sure. Yeah. I guess thinking back to like when you first started streaming and now, like even thinking of when I started streaming in like 2013, I feel like the game is completely different to what it is now, like entirely different. And one thing I I personally struggle with is when people ask me, how do I start streaming? How do I get into this space? And I, I have a difficult time answering it because, again, it was a completely different world when I started. And, you know, I, I try to say, like, be consistent, play something you love with people, you, you know, people you enjoy playing with and, like, curate and enjoy uh, uh, your community. Um, but, you know, looking back from where you started, where you're at now, um, how the Twitch game is now, what would you tell, for, tell people who are looking into getting started in streaming? Yeah, honestly, you know... I would say be live as much as you possibly can because you never know when that host is coming your way that, you know, will change your community or, you know, a new subscriber that will stick around, you know. So you're missing opportunities when you look over and say, God, I only have this many viewers. I'm just going to end my stream. Like you're limiting yourself because you don't know what's what's coming your way. I I mean, how I got started was... Uh, I don't know if you guys know who Karina Koff is, but she was she was with uh, the Vlog Squad back in the day, and you know, Vlog Squad. Yeah, so I I used to I used to watch her on YouTube, and I had bought a piece of her merch and posted a picture in it, and she at the time was streaming on Twitch and saw that, and so she messaged me and was like, "Hey, if you ever want to play, let me know," and I was like what? Like that was crazy. And so uh. one day I was live and I was like, I, I was genuinely at one of those points where I'm like, oh, I don't have any viewers, like, you know, feeling sorry for myself. And <laughs> she came in there and asked me to play, um, with her and Tifu, who at the time was the biggest streamer on the platform and, uh, Symphony, who is now my boyfriend. <laughs> Whoa. So, and is that, yeah. is that how you guys met? Yeah, they were setting Aww. us. They were Whoa. setting us up on a blind date for a video. Oh, that's <laughs> and, wild. Yeah, and two and a half years later, we're here. So, oh my gosh, kind of crazy. But it's it was just like a freak, random thing that you know you just never know when it's when it's coming your way. Yeah. yeah, it's crazy how I feel like the stars will align like that and the universe just like makes it happen. I truly believe, and we've talked about this before, where if you're doing something that you love and you're on the grind, I feel like you will connect with the right people and you'll be put into a place um, where stars will align like that. You totally. know what I mean? It's, totally. it's it's a lot of grind and a little luck for sure. Yeah, and that's what I always say is like, you know, it's it's really competitive. And yeah, like that was the best $12 I've ever spent, you know? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> but, you know, it, it a lot. It, there's luck involved and people, you know, you can work really hard, but you have to have that opportunity at yeah. the same time <laughs> and take advantage of that. And I feel like that opportunity comes, but it's it's always like, you know, the, the thing I, I always say to people is like, hope that opportunity doesn't reach you before you're ready. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the other thing too that's is I, I think it there is that like, yes, 
that was a great thing that happened to you. But also you, to Sonia's point, you were putting the work in. As right, well. right. You were, yeah, absolutely. You were, you were meeting opportunity more than halfway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so when it happened, you were like, oh, great, I've been doing this. Boom. Now I've got the jetpack and off to the moon. But if you hadn't, if it had been like your first stream, or you'd be like, oh, God, now what do I do? You know, like, yeah. so I think that's the thing. That's the other important thing is like, it really is important to put that work in. And, and, and you mm-hmm. did and you do. And it all, it all happened. That's so yeah. cool. Yeah. Man, yeah. Wh- how amazing is yeah. that? Yeah, yeah. That's it. It was, it was crazy. I, I still am like, how did that even happen? How did I, I get that. to this point in my life? But it's I'm like glad I'm here. Yeah, yeah. that's so cool. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Well, Brooke, I hate to say it, but we're, we're almost out of time. Uh, this has flown by. Uh, this has been a, a, a delight. Uh, but we love to end every interview with asking our guests their best game and their worst game. So not like in the universe but like to you what is the game that you hate or has disappointed you the most and then what is your favorite game let's start low and we'll go high mm-hmm. so what's the game that makes you crazy oh god oh god there's i don't want to say there's so many but there's so many <laughs> how do i choose sometimes you play a game and you're like god this is what everyone was really like loving i i hate to say this i was so disappointed in cyberpunk I was crushed because I was so like looking forward to it and I was bored. I was so bored and I didn't want to be bored. I loved everything that was behind it. I liked the potential that was there. It just did not hit for me. It's not an awful game, but it just didn't meet my expectations. I think that's why I'm so angry at it. (laughs) Yeah. The disappointment. I totally agree. I totally agree. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And that, it wasn't even for me because of the bugs. It was more of a thing of just like, No, oh, it wasn't man, the like, bugs. It was like some of the dialogue was so heavy. It took up so much of the time, like too much. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Well, especially when you build it up so much in your heart yeah. and then you're let down. It just, ah, it does yeah. hit different. It hurts. Yeah. It hurt. I'd rather have a game that feels too short than a game that feels too big and long. Yeah. You know, like Never leave them more, right? Leave them one yeah. more. Yeah. Make us make a new one at later. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. That's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. So your favorite game. Let's let's oh. let's let's go positive. Oh, and I, I don't even have to think about this. Skyrim is the best game of all time. Yes. And I still play it to this day. I have played it the last however many years it's been out. It is the best game. It nothing has even come close to it for me. I love it. It's Perfect. <laughs> do, you, do you feel like across all consoles of all time, do you think that you've probably put the most hours into Skyrim above all? God, well, it's weird because uh, Skyrim I love so much, but I don't stream it a lot. I've yeah. streamed it like maybe one or two times. Like I don't, so I put a lot of hours into streaming. So mm-hmm. I don't know, but I mean, since I've been playing it for so many years, maybe. Cause it's I, just for you. It's just yeah, for you. it's just my, it, that's my like happy, that's my happy game. Aw. <laughs> Yeah, I, I totally like for me, like Skyrim, totally agree. And it I don't know if you feel this way, Brooke, but it's like for me, like there's things in that game that I feel like only I'm experiencing, you know, like you'll come across like, oh, what's this weird cave? And then it's like three and a half hours of this crazy yes! thing. And there's like a shrine under the ground. You're like, oh, my. And you just feel yes! like, oh, my God, I'm the only person to ever have mm-hmm. this experience. Yes. Or like the freak axes where like I'm walking along and I accidentally get those like big mammoth things mad at me. And I have <laughs> I have two giants, a mammoth and a dragon attacking me at once. Like what a freak accident. But this is hilarious. You know, <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Especially what people have done with like modding it too over the years like modded skyrim is just like absolutely insane i've never tried it and i need to try it because i feel like i would love it even more 
Oh, for sure. I think I think Dunky made a video where it was like he did a mod where all the dragons were Thomas the Tank Engine. <laughs> so you just see like, like a dragon, like, but it's a giant Thomas, like ah, these huge eyes, and it was horrifying. It was amazing. Oh my god! So oh, the mod rabbit hole goes deep, and I am here for it. Oh my god! It's that's hilarious. Amazing, amazing. my god. <laughs> Well, Brooke, thank you so much. This was uh, a, a, such a pleasure. Uh, and I look forward to us all meeting up in the new metaverse, Grand Theft Auto. Yes, uh, for absolutely. Me, I'll make you guys some pastries. Uh, Sonia, <laughs> uh, you can, uh, you, you'll, you'll- Keep it clean. Keep, keep it, it clean. clean. That's right. And and Brooke, I, I guess we'll be on the run from the law. I think I'll be robbing uh, banks. Yeah. There we go, perfect. <laughs> you'll fund our whole operation. You'll fund our whole operation. Well, I'm really glad that I have a new job title. I'm sorry to resign from the podcast so early. It's been a lot of fun, but, you know, the sanitation world in Grand Theft Auto is calling to me. So thank you to Brooke for not only introducing me to my new job, but for joining us on the podcast today. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network, so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. All right, we're back. Now, one thing we have kind of discussed quite a bit on this podcast is pacing. Pacing, I think, is a very overlooked thing when it comes to video games, a very overlooked uh, pro and a very overlooked con. Sometimes, and Sonia, I don't know how you feel, but sometimes when I'm starting a game and the tutorial slash prelude is like three hours, like I'm deep in the game and I'm like, all right, I'm finally getting the hang of this. And then all of a sudden it's like, and you know, like, wait it, a sec. Yeah, and then it's like, like I'm level cyberpunk. 20. I know. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? Right. I thought this game was over. And it's like, da, da, da. <laughs> it so, has just begun. Yeah. We've only just begun. Um, <laughs> so I gotta say, pacing is a thing that it's kind of like editing in film. When it's done right, you don't notice. But when it's yes. done wrong, I just stop playing the it game. It sticks out. That's I right. mean, look, Aaron, I am a expert at my own pacing um in a panic in my apartment so i feel like i know i know a thing or two about pacing um but yeah in game it, you're right like it does stick out when it's wrong um and i think of something like i mean i feel like elden ring doesn't really have pacing in quote it, it's just like here you go no it's see i think elden ring's a perfect example of a game that i just stopped playing because i was like there's no way it throws, it kind of just no throws way. you to the wolves. But then also when you have the opposite, something like, I'm trying to think of a good example. I think I've had this, oh, in the newest Pokemon game. Uh, I think it was Arceus or Arceus, where it is so, I mean, granted a game for a younger demographic than myself. I hate Pokemon, yeah. However, yes. However, 
it being so handholdy and the dialogue, the like, you cannot pro- progress at all. You have to do this one little dumb task for like, it, just the pacing is so mind numbing. I, I had to stop. It's a person you can't get away from at a party. You know, it's like one yes. of those. Like, I got to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. And you just I'll never come, come back. I'll come with you. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, God. Do you need oh, help? Uh, no, it's going to be. Your, I can hold your drink. Yeah. No. Uh, shit. Uh, no, it's fine. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. I'm done with my time. drink. Oh, okay. I got to, oh. you know what? I think I got to go feed my meter. Uh, I can help. I can go. I can go oh, pay, f- I can cool. pay for it real quick. Yeah. I, I killed someone. I have to run away from the cops. Um, I'll, I'll hide the body. This uh, is literally yeah. how Pokemon feels like it starts. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. <laughs> so that's that's pacing that like I I think we're at the point now where games have the ability to really and Elden Ring's a perfect example really create a gigantic universe a huge world mm-hmm. but I think with that comes the responsibility of also making a great experience mm-hmm. you know and and I think like look as a comedian I, I I think like the perfect joke is a joke that sits in the middle in a Venn diagram of people who uh, are, are really versed in pop culture and people who have no idea. Mm-hmm. Like, I think Clueless Gamer did that very well. I think it was great for people who really love games and people who really yes. hated games. It was great. And I think that we are getting into this world now where games are becoming really inaccessible because they are so big and so insane and so crazy. And it's like, you know what? A game like Inside, which is very simple, and you're mm-hmm. a, you're a kid and you're just trying to solve puzzles but yet world builds in a great way is compelling all the way through and ends and you want it to continue that is in my mind perfect pacing and a game done well aimed at a very wide audience but that can be enjoyed by anybody i felt very similar with it takes two ah where right. i do feel like the pacing was really on like i wasn't bored at any time i felt like any of the cutscenes weren't too long. It wasn't handholdy. They encompass so many different genres, and it's so accessible for people who are into those genres. Like if right. you see that one that was kind of Hades esque, like mm. dungeon crawler, and you're like, oh, I love these kind of games. Right. Uh, but for people who haven't had experiences with it, it's an easy pickup. Yes, like it's very intuitive. The pacing works well. You're in a mini game cutscene, like yada. It flows really well. That was done well. And I'm not saying that every game needs to be accessible to everyone. I think From Software has done a great job at carving out their own piece mm-hmm. of, you know, the, the gaming universe. And that's great. Not every book is for everybody. Not every show is for everybody. But I think we're at the point now where there's so much noise and so many games out there that I would just love to see developers that have the ability to maybe corral the game a little bit and make a richer experience that we're going to play all the way through versus these massive, oh, this map is the biggest map that's ever been made. There's so many things to do. I get it. But it's like, look, like not every book is the fucking Count of Monte Cristo and needs to be 2000 pages long. You know, sometimes you're just not telling a compelling enough story. And that I would say is the problem with Elden Ring. You're not telling a compelling enough story for me to give a shit. I don't mm-hmm. care. You know, it's like, that's the thing. It's all stats to me. So it takes two as a perfect example. And I would really rather, again, maybe a game that's smaller, but is maybe then you're putting a lot into the DLC 
or something yeah. along those lines. Very true. I mean, I, I think uh, we've talked about it before. I think Fallout 3 is the perfect example ah, of that, yes, where yes. I felt like the the whole game and the pacing and everything was great. And then if you wanted the game to continue, the DLC did perfect yes. for that. With Broken Steel, you can actually still explore and have more op- more missions and everything. Um, but that's so hard to do in a game that's open world. So when I think of something like Elden Ring, it, it's so hard to to navigate that. But I feel like Ghost of Tsushima did that really well, where there is like a main storyline that you can follow and it, it's really compelling. It's really interesting. I and I, I kept wanting more. But then if I got bored, I can just, you know, fuck off and explore and right. like raid a village. I don't know, do other follow samurai a fox, right. things. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Meditate. Yeah. Get Zen. Um, yeah, I, I feel like that was a game that is still, I guess, open world and has a massive map that did it really well. One thing I think that is interesting about video games is unlike a book, unlike a TV show, you can't really tell how much time it's going to take. Like in some ways, you know, like you could give me a percentage, like you're 15% through the game. But like when I'm reading on my Kindle, I don't know how fucking long that is. The book's like 900 pages. You're 15% through. What does that mean? I don't know. Exactly. So I don't know if if there would be a way... (laughs) For us to to figure out a way where you could tell me how far I am through the game in a way that I can understand. You just need someone who like has played it already. Kinda. Like there's times where I I will like when I wanted to dive into The Last of Us 2 and I know that it's huge. Like right. it's a it's a big game. And I kept asking people, I'm like, well, how many hours? How many hours is this going to take me? What does me? that like, even what mean? Right. But what does that mean? It, de- it depends. It depends on so many things. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. I think the only way is really to have somebody with you who's played the game. Bring back helplines for games. I think that's it. I that's, think that's what the it. solution is. I think that's it. Or you know what? Like, One thing that Kindle does, which I think they should do for games, is it'll say, you know, depending on how fast I've been reading, it'll say five minutes left in this chapter. I think in every pause menu, it should tell you, like, based on how long you've been playing, how long till the next thing or how much more you have to go in the game. Oh, man. That'd be great. Mm, You know what? I like the mystery. Keep me guessing. Do I have five hours or 50? No! Who knows? No! No guessing! I got other (laughs) shit to do in my life. (laughs) Not really. Actually, that's not true at all. It's a complete lie. Uh, Anyway, let us know what you guys out there think. Do we need progress bars in video games? (laughs) Or am I just getting annoyed at something because I haven't slept that well and I've had too much coffee? Which might be the case also. Hit us up on Twitter at goodgamenicetry. And uh, yeah, Weird West. Yeehaw, baby! Pew, pew! Good Game, Nice Try is produced by Jen Samples and Nick Leo. Our executive producers are Joanna Solitaroff, Adam Sachs, and Jeff Ross. Engineering by Eduardo Perez, with engineering and sound design by Chester Guasta. Talent booking by Paula Davis, Gina Batista, and Britt Kahn. Special thanks to Lisa Berm. And music by John Danik. Danik, 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 Danik. Yeehaw. This has been a Team Coco production. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. 
We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.